The first time he'd experienced it, the ducal carriage had deposited him at a school close to the Scottish border. No one said a word or offered comfort as the carriage pulled away. He didn't leave his watch until the vehicle disappeared from sight. Bloody hell! He had only been five years old. Over the years, he'd trained himself not to feel or acknowledge the pain. He exhaled, and the suffocating shackles of disquiet loosened. Muffled voices broke the quiet in the courtyard. The provost, Mr. Davies, was practically running after the duke and speaking in a raised voice. Nick rested his forehead against the cool glass of the window, desperate to hear every word. Waiting to assist, a Renton footman had opened the carriage door at the first sight of the duke. Fate was in his own hands, so Nick flew to the door and flung it open. He ran to the dormitory steps and collided with two philosophy students several years his senior. Pardon me! His voice cracked in a high pitch that closely resembled a pig's squeal. The two young men fell against the wall and uttered curses his way. By then, he was halfway down the steps. His ungainly legs and feet tangled in a hopeless knot, causing him to miss the last three steps. Pain screamed through his legs as his knees took the brunt of the fall. The skinned palms of his hands burned as if on fire. He paid little heed, as his only concern was reaching his father and showing him the man he'd become. Throughout the course of his years, he'd watched and learned the rituals and intricacies of being a gentleman. Perchance, his father would see the results of his work and find some pride in his actions. Nick threw open the door, causing it to bounce against the stone wall. The crash reverberated in the courtyard. He stopped, willing his father to turn in his direction, waiting for an acknowledgement. The duke half glanced in his direction and lifted a foot to step into the carriage. If he didn't do something, the carriage would leave. Your Grace! The provost stepped aside as Nick reached his father. Your Grace! Nick lifted a hand, but a stern footman stepped between them to keep Nick away. He'd quickly squelched the faint hope his father would invite him home for a visit. Nevertheless, he expected the Duke would speak to him, at least for a moment or two. Please, Your Grace, Nick begged. His father turned. In his early forties, strength and vitality emanated from his body. Simply put, the Duke was a force to be reckoned with. The yellow hair and patrician features were similar to his own, but the Duke's hardened expression was one Nick would never grow accustomed to. What is it? The Duke snapped. Nick swallowed the searing pain clogging his throat. He hadn't cried since he'd left Renton House at the age of five, and would be damned if he gave the old man the pleasure of seeing his weakness, the desire to be wanted or simply accepted. Sir, did you need to see me? I hope we could perhaps... I could have a few minutes of your company. God, Nick hated the desperation that leaked from his throat. His father didn't give a damn about him or his accomplishments. He shouldn't have bothered. The Duke didn't waste time on his only son, or the letter he'd painstakingly written seeking two hundred pounds. He'd wretched after posting the missive, seeking such a large sum, but he had no other choice. 
His only friend, Lord Paul Barstow, was also a duke's son. Full of bravado that others envied, Lord Paul had entered a card game at the local tavern with some unsavoury men and lost. Thrilled to have been invited by the powerful Duke of Southwark's second son, Nick had foolishly accompanied him. Holding the game-winning hand, a giant of a man had threatened Lord Paul's life if he didn't pay. The look of desperation in his friend's eyes triggered something within Nick. Stepping in as any gentleman would, he signed the notes to keep Lord Paul from harm. It was what any friend would do for another. They left the tavern together, safe from the ruffians, with the understanding Lord Paul would have the funds within a week. Repeatedly, Lord Paul had assured Nick he'd pay his debt, but the monies never materialised.